I'm Dr. Nadine Gonzalez-Jesus. Today, we'll have the opportunity of speaking with Dr. Jeff Cook, Director of Agriculture Institute at Palo Alto College, and Mr. Ty Chambly. He is a lead instructor in the Department of Agriculture at Palo Alto College. Welcome back to Front and Center, where we talk about San Antonio College news, trends in higher education, and the community, because we are the community. Joined here this morning with Dr. Nadine Gonzalez de Jesus. Good morning. Good morning, Hadmaster. How are you today? Oh, it's a wonderful day. I'm glad to be here. It is. It is. The weather is beautiful. It's, uh, it's fall. Yes. I'm loving the cold right yes, now. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I am so excited today. We have two very, very special guests. Yes, Hello. We Hello. We have Dr. Jeff Cook and also Mr. Ty Chambly. They both work at Palo Alto College, and they're both here to tell us about the work that they do and uh, what exactly they're working on right now to offer to our students in the district. Yes, ma'am. We're glad to be here for sure. Definitely. Good morning. Yes, ma'am. Good morning. Thanks for having us. So, uh, Cook, could you tell us a little bit about the work that you're doing right now at Palo Alto College? Well, yes, we can. Uh, We just started. I just started here about four weeks ago. So my title is Director of Agriculture of the Agriculture Institute. Under my lineage, we have agriculture, and that is a program that is a academic program. So it transfers to any of the major uh, four-year ag programs in the state. Um, and then also horticulture, and then we have viticulture and enology as well, and vet tech. That's amazing. And you've been here, you said, for four weeks? Yes, ma'am. And what did you do prior to coming to PAC? Uh, I've done a little bit of everything. I've taught at two-year and four-year colleges. I've uh, been a state livestock extension specialist um, at Prairie View, and then a, a county agent with the AgriLife Extension Program as well. I've uh, been department head for ag, horticulture, and landscaping at Houston Community College. That's amazing. Thank you so much. You Ty, how are you today? I'm doing great. Excited <laughs> to be here. The weather's good. It's a really good opportunity to come in and talk to you about our program. We're excited. So why don't you tell us about the work that you're doing right now at Palo yes, Alto ma'am. College? So I'm the lead faculty of all the agriculture, kind of like Dr. Cook talked about, and I'm also the livestock judging coach. And so one really cool thing we do at Palo Alto is we work directly with the San Antonio Livestock Show and Rodeo. We'll become getting really busy there in February. Our students work with uh, cattle, sheep, hogs, horses, goats, and lambs. And so they really get an opportunity to understand, you know, the education behind that, you know, what made that steak in your plate, that burger eating, what made that? So we really uh, work a lot with our producers on the, the ranching and farming side, but also on the meat evaluation and the restaurant side. So our students really get to see what we call pasture to plate, and that's really important that they understand where they get their food from. Um, I ask a question to our students and just anyone in general all the time. I said, raise your hand if you use agriculture today. And many people, they don't think that they use it. They think only people use ag are farmers and ranchers, but we all eat. We all got dressed this morning. And so ag is a part of every single day. So it's really important for our students to understand that and for that education to really grow here in San Antonio. I just read on the paper the other day something about synthetic meats. What is that? So that 
is uh, scientifically grown meat. And so that is something that is, first of all, be very, very expensive. And it's something that uh, also, you know, you know, we put a lot of farmers and ranchers out of business if that ever happened. You know, it's something that is definitely a very, very niche market that we're looking at. But, um, you know, we're, we're very pro-agriculture faculty, uh, pro-agriculture college. You know, we need people to understand that our vegetables and our farmers to our, our ranchers growing their, um, the, those animals is really important because synthetic meat is something that's uh, out there new and innovative, but it's something that we can't feed the world with. We teach uh, um, all of our animal science courses, like livestock evaluation, livestock production. And one kind of cool thing that you know, our students who were at Burbank High School a couple of weeks ago and talking to those students who said, where do you get your meat from? And the answer is usually H-E-B. <laughs> they, they don't really have that, that understand that it comes from an alive animal. You know, where do you get your milk from? H-E-B. And so uh, bridging that gap between our farmers and our producers and, you know, our People of San Antonio by County is really important, and so our program really helps to push that. And you know, being so involved with the San Antonio Stock Show and Rodeo, that really does a lot for us as well. So with meat comes also wine, right? Because if you <laughs> if you want to enjoy your dinner, for sure. you might want to have some good wine. So right. tell us tell us a bit about the work that you're doing with wine. Our viticulture program is up and going simply because of the interest and the wineries and everything at, at Fredericksburg. So a lot of activity up there. And like everyone else, those um, companies, wineries, farms, vineyards, they all need employees, too. Our viticulture program trains uh, students to um, learn how to grow grapes, maintain the grapes, manage the grapes, harvest, everything included in that. And then our enology program is the winemaking. And they, they both go hand in hand. One time I heard that apparently, depending on the way you grow the grapes, that is the taste that the wine is going to acquire. Right. Tell me a bit about that. Well, that our lead faculty would have to tell a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not the expert on that, but um, it's all in the how long it stays on the vine and then also it deals with the, the fermentation process as well. I see, I see. So I want to hear a little bit about Vet Tech. What okay. exactly is Vet Tech? So Vet Tech program is a program that our students go through and then they sit for the national exam to become a licensed Vet Tech, um, which then would be hired you know, at a vet clinic to assist the veterinarians. And it's a, it's a rigorous program. Students do well once they get out. And it's, uh, there, there's some pre-requirements to get into the program and everything, but it is assisting vets, basically, in the clinics. And right now, the courses are being offered and students can apply. Yes, ma'am. How do they apply? How can our students apply? How can they find out more about these types of courses at Palo Alto College? Well, you know, um, we do a lot of recruiting. Um, you know, uh, here in San Antonio, we have some of the, the largest ag programs in the state, actually, in terms of FFA and 4-H, and those are our youth programs. Uh, James Madison High School, uh, Sandra O'Connor High School, uh, East Central, Judson, those have some very, very strong ag programs, so we're constantly doing things with those students and understand, you know, what we're doing, you know, uh, how we can help them and their future goals. We've also started dual credit, which has been really, really good. So uh, our students will take dual credit at the high school level, then they'll move on to Palo Alto, and then hopefully... Hopefully we're going to move on to the university level. So I call it kind of a two-by-two-by-two two two program. Uh, we actually just got started a two-by-two two with Texas A&M and College Station. Uh, we're one of the first programs in Alamo Colleges that actually have a dedicated two-by-two two to uh, Texas A&M and College Station. So our students will come to Palo Alto, uh, get their degree in agriculture, and have automatic acceptance as Texas A&M and College Station. And so me and Dr. Cook are both Aggies, so we bleed a little maroon. So we're excited for that opportunity for our students to really have the uh, chance that, you know, many students, you know, when they get out of high school, if they're not 
top 10%. They don't ever get to go to UT or A&M, but this gives them an opportunity to still take that pathway and still be a, a graduate from Texas A&M University in the College of Agriculture. That's fantastic. Hot mustard. What are your thoughts? Uh, I find all of this extremely fascinating. The vet tech side of it, you know, right now on TikTok, I watch several accounts uh, that have to do with shearing sheep to uh, trimming hooves on cows and problems that may arise with that, dermatitis and whatnot. Mm. Um, and so these are fascinating videos to watch, and it is getting young people interested in, I don't want to stereotype it as farm life, because there's a lot of traveling involved, I would imagine, if you're a vet tech. Uh, I was just driving out south the other day and ended up in Divine for some weird reason looking for firewood, but either way, you drive south uh, in San Antonio, you drive south, and it's it's farmland. There's ranches everywhere. Right. Um, and there's plenty of jobs, and they need specialized people. Uh, to help with the livestock and the animals on the farms, but as well as going back to the agriculture side of it and the growing of the vegetables and stuff, there is a science to it because, you know, we have hard clay here in South Texas and you can't just stick a seed in the ground and expect it to grow (laughs) depending on what you're doing. Um, and especially now, I, w- I would imagine with the, the global warming side of things and the temperature going back and forth very dramatically, I mean, we just recently saw an increase in acorns falling off the trees because they're they're trying to ensure their survival going forward because of these dramatic shifts in temperature, if you will. So yes, sir. I, I find this very fascinating. It's really cool. You know, and I think, um, you know, we talk about our farmers and ranchers, but, you know, San Antonio has a very, very strong urban agriculture going on as well. It's something that uh, we've really helped to develop on the FFA and 4-H side. But, you know, the more, you know, people that can t- adapt urban farming aspects and, you know, in their backyards, you know, on apartment buildings, things like our churches or schools, you know, the, the, the pressure takes off our, our, you know, our farmers and ranchers to feed a growing population, especially here in San Antonio. So that population is going to continue to grow. And People are going to still have to be clothed, still have to eat. And so we've got to understand that, you know, our farming and our ranching is, is what feeds the people of San Antonio and Texas. I also think coming out of the pandemic, you know, during the yes. pandemic, even myself, I was growing jalapenos and tomatoes in my backyard. And, and I can only imagine if you had a family at home and, and the kids see this happening, they're like, I, I could do that. Exactly. I could probably even do a little bit better, you know, with fertilizers and whatnot. So I, I think this is a wonderful, wonderful thing that y'all are doing down there. Absolutely. Also, um, I wanted to find out more about the actual goals that you're going to have within the next four to five years, uh, Palo Alto College. First and foremost is to expand the the programs and grow the programs. Mm -hmm. That's always the first thing. We are working on some um, facilities for the ag and horticulture program. And so uh, we're working on raising funds for that and getting out and community involvement as well as community education. What is agriculture? And as Ty mentioned, you know, we have this growing population. So we have this inverse relationship of a growing population, feeding more people, but less land available. You know, how do we come up with these unique ways to feed more people on less land, implementing those into our program and teaching the next generation how to do ag production on that side through hydroponics, through things like this to where we can reduce the footprint, and increase productivity. Hydroponics. Tell us a bit about that. So that's uh, basically soilless gardening is what it is. And so things like cocoa core or uh, perlite are used as the growing media 
and then the nutrient is mixed into the water. It, everything is regulated. You know, how much water they get, how long are they watered, the frequency, the duration, everything like that is regulated, and you can increase your production probably six or seven times, maybe a little bit more than that even, from traditional soil gardening. That's amazing. So many times we cook, right? And we don't know exactly where the food comes from. The only thing that you hear is, oh, there is a recall on the vegetable that you bought the other day or something like that, Mm -hmm. right? And I'm wondering, how can we continue to stay safe as the consumers? What are some of the things that we should be attentive to in order to ensure we are careful with what we're feeding ourselves and our loved ones? Well, a lot of it is how it's grown. You know, when we grow in climate-controlled conditions, we can control and um, minimize a lot of that. Uh, When you're growing out in soil, a lot of times what happens is it's not necessarily contaminated with the human, but also with animals that run through that pasture as well. And so, you know, when we're in a controlled environment and a greenhouse environment, stuff like this, we can regulate that a lot more. Also, as we look growing hydroponically, then we look at growing vertically. You know, can we grow higher and, again, decrease that footprint, increase production? So in that controlled environment, we can do that, and we can grow a lot of produce in a smaller area doing that. And, you know, it's safe because only those people go into the greenhouse, they come out of the greenhouse, and they're wearing the proper PPE, the gloves, um, everything that uh, would be required to, to keep them safe. So what you're telling me is that once our students complete their education at Palo Alto College, they will be aware of all these things in order to continue to keep us safe. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's uh, we have to change as, as a unit. We have to change with the growing times and everything. And so consequently, our students have to learn best safety practices, best management practices, and everything. And that is changing constantly compared to what it was 20, 30 years ago. So what I'm hearing is that Palo Alto College, our students will be able to learn how to take care of the animals. They also will be able to know how to plant, how to take care of the farming of the land, uh, while at the same time, how to become sustainable. Right. Yes, ma'am. Exactly. And, you know, um, a lot of times, you know, we talk about, you know, what we offer, you know, the the, the planting, the animal science. But, you know, there's a lot of leadership involved as well. You know, uh, Mm -hmm. we really build on our ag leaders that can, you know, promote agriculture. I think we go out and we, you know, interview 100 people and we ask them where they get the food from. Kind of that same question happens. And so I think, you know, one big thing that really pushes ag advocacy right now and talking about how our students can, you know, uh, promote that within Alma colleges, but also within Bear County. You know, we have to think of farmers today. We have to, you know, we have to understand where our food comes from, how we produce our food, and uh, I think that's very, very important. You know, I tell my students when we say pasture plate, you know, the farmer is just as important as that waiter serving that meal to that person at the restaurant. You know, they're the last step in in the process, and so we need to understand that. You know, it really is does touch so many people, and uh, you know, in agriculture in Texas right now, about twenty eight percent of our working population is in some type of agriculture related job, and so this continues to grow, and uh, we need leaders in in our in this industry to really kind of continue and can maintain that focus. I want to find out more about what are some of the traits that we are supposed to look for in the students that are going into this field. 
I wouldn't say just any traits. You know, we, we I've got students that have a raise on the cattle ranch. So, you know, their parents have done it, their grandparents have done it. And I've got students that got into it in high school. You know, I've got students that have never been on a farm or a ranch that, you know, understand they want to be able to live a sustainable life. They want to be able to grow their own food. And so they were, you know, involved in football and basketball and cheerleading. And then when they come to Palo Alto, it's something that, a pathway they want to take. And so that's really cool to see. So, you know, in terms of, you know, seeing a lot of any student, you know, it's more about students that have an interest of, you know, where they get their food from, you know, how to help others, you know, uh, what kind of things they could do to live a sustainable life and maintain, you know, in a garden or maintain a ranch, um, you know, things of that sort. So I think, like you said, the TikTok videos and a lot of the other social media ways, people are really kind of returning back to their the roots and they're saying right. that, hey, we not know we have to know where our food comes from, and like Palo Alto is a heart of that because, in terms of ag programs, we're the only ag program here in San Antonio higher education. The closest would be uh, San Marcos to the north or Texas and Kingsville to the south. So we can really be that mecca of agriculture in kind of the San Antonio and Bear County area, and that's what our plan is. So like Dr. Cook was saying, we're working on facilities right now to build a meat science center where ex students will actually understand break down the meat. You know, go through the, the process like they do at HEB. Uh, we're going to have a livestock show arena and then do, start a rodeo team. So we're going to be uh, that place. If you're an ag or if you want to do something, ag, t- uh, Palo Alto College is a place to be. And I think uh, just uh, piggybacking on that, I believe that as we talked about these goals and everything, the advocacy, that education of the consumer, the the population, and, and a lot of times in an urban area, you don't have that. It's the rat race every day. They're going and coming in every direction. And, you know, just to stop and take time to understand about agriculture and its importance, but then educate them to where it becomes a fun subject. Because typically agriculture has a negative connotation because it's so heavy work-related. Oh, you never get a vacation, you never, you know, whatever. And so we have to educate them that it's a very rewarding career. And it's rewarding in the sense that you are helping feed the citizens of San Antonio, of Texas, of the United States, and of the world. But also supporting industry, because without agriculture, there would be nothing to buy in the grocery stores. There would be nothing to buy at the restaurants that we go to. Exactly right. There would be nothing for delivery drivers to send to these places. Uh, So it really does support society as a whole. Right. Yes. I, I was actually going to ask, what is the business side of it, right? If we could talk a bit about all of the points that you have to go through, you know, from farm to the table. But from farm to the table, there are many aspects that we need to be aware of. And that's that's the business side. You know, first and foremost is, is food safety throughout. And it doesn't matter if we're talking about uh, fabricating and processing livestock or if we're talking about vegetables. So, you know, food safety is the first and foremost. But this can be as small a scale as having a garden in your backyard and providing to the farmer's markets and selling at the farmer's markets to thousand-acre ranches that are running cattle. And, and then you have ranches that grow those calves up in stocker conditions, and then they go on to a feedlot. So from a business, and when you look at You know, that's just one example. But when you look at food science is involved in this and how products are developed um, is a whole nother thing. But then you get into the ag engineering, making, developing these machines to make things more efficient before it's canned or while it's canned or whatever the case um, and, and packaged. And so 
just when we say agriculture, it is a huge umbrella. And Absolutely. we throw a, a, a huge net out there and, and capture a lot of jobs. And so business-wise, there's a lot of opportunities. I think that's fantastic. So there's many programs in the Alamo Colleges, and some are are more hands-on than others. How hands-on is it in this program? I'd say extremely hands-on. That's what our students love about things. Like Dr. Trickleton talking, we throw a pretty large net out there, so we really think we can focus on plants, plant and soil science, which is the growing, the cultivation, the crops, those things. We can talk about animal science, which is the vet, te- you know, the vet tech, but the veterinary side, from the ranchers to the you know guy in charge of you know working that animal in terms of feed additives, you know what you're feeding, all those types of things, and then we even have the, the meat animal, eat animal science side. So we know this is where we talk about breaking down that carcass, you know, selling to the restaurants, you know, understanding why when you go to HEB is, is this steak worth $25 and that one's worth 12 You know, just all those aspects that we can, you know, get that out to the consumer are very, very important. So one big thing we push at Palo Alto is that it's going to be a hands-on activity. So we're, we're uh, like I said, Dr. Cook uh, talked about, you know, our, our viticulture side with growing the wine and we'll be selling that wine one day um, in, our, in our greenhouses and in our gardens on campus. Our students are actually learning and digging and we've got students coming of my horticulture class growing cabbage, carrots, beets, and then uh, uh, cauliflower. And so they're going to have, a, you know, they're going to be able to harvest that before the semester ends. So they'll take that home with them. And then their animal science side, you know, we work a lot with the, you know, our, our, our local school districts and we help with the sock shows. Like I said, they're in the San Antonio Sock Show Rodeo. Our students will be out there about three straight weeks. And they'll be entrenched in the entire stocks and rodeo. And we'll be one of the largest uh, junior college ag programs to be able to do that. And so our students will learn every aspect of, you know, how those kids raise those animals, wash those animals, um, the veterinary needs they have, and every aspect from, you know, like I said, cattle, sheep, horses, hogs, kind of everything. And so I think it's real important that our students get a, a, a good base. You know, a lot of students may come in with some experience in hogs or our cattle or horticulture. But, you know, at Palo Alto, we want to give them the understand the whole big picture of, you know, what is Texas agriculture? You know, what what options are out there? Um, you know, like I said, um, I've been doing this uh, Palo Alto for seven years, and everybody's like, you know, I'm, I'm not producing just farmers. You know, I've had out of all my kids, students that I've graduated, I think about seven or eight are farmers. Our students are our ag teachers, county agents. You know, they're working for HEB. They're working for, you know, different um, cattle companies. You know, different. some of them are veterinarians now. So it's not just the farmer on the horse showing up to Palo Alto College. You know, we've got students that are doing a little bit of everything, and so we're really, really excited to give them every opportunity to be part of agriculture. Culture. And our biggest push is, you know, make sure that, that they finish their associates and then we can move them on to a four-year degree. So we've sent students to Colorado State, Texas A&M, Texas A&M Kingsville, Louisiana State. I've got one at Wisconsin right now. It's one of our former students. So our students are really making a big impact in Texas agriculture and really spreading that education from Palo Alto to other places. That's really important to me. And I just want to mention on that viticulture program, it's in its infancy. It's just starting. It's a high ceiling for that program. But it is a program that's a two-year workforce type of program where they can come in, get their degree two years, and be out in the workforce working. I envision a lot of partnerships with our uh, wineries up in Fredericksburg, and that's a career that people get out, and they're not scared to pay employees pretty well. And so I think as the word gets out on that, the excitement level will certainly um, be there, and then it'll be there from an industry standpoint as well to, to help support it. And the good news is that there are jobs, and the jobs are paying well, and there's a need right now in that industry. Absolutely. So if you want to find out more, please go to alamo.edu slash PAC, that is P-A-C, or call 210-486-3935.
I would imagine students uh, would need a good pair of jeans, a good pair of boots, and some gloves. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, sock show time, they'll be ready to go, and uh, we'll be doing lots of some stuff over the Christmas break and so is Thanksgiving. Uh, we judged the stock show out for the Bear County area this past weekend, so our students will definitely get hands-on experiences. So that's the most important thing for what we have there is that they get hands-on opportunities to really learn, you know, all aspects of agriculture. And if they want to participate in the livestock judging or any of our other judging teams, uh, basically we're teaching them how to evaluate livestock from the ground up, how they're built, if they're built correctly, how much muscle they have, where the muscle is placed, all that stuff. So that's part of the judging aspect. And we also do some judging on the, the horticulture and the landscaping side as well because when i go to the stock show and rodeo i'm not even sure what i'm supposed to be looking for (laughs) that y'all are looking for that's because you have to go to palo alto college (laughs) and learn about it (laughs) so any last words for our listeners i just like to say we're greatly appreciative that y'all had us on board here and anything we can do to get the word out to the san antonio area and the surrounding counties this program is here it's a great program and it's something that students can get involved in for sure and one thing I could say is, you know, the coolest thing, you know, since uh, Palo Alto College is only over the Alma Colleges offer agriculture, you know, we're, we get to be very close. We're a family there. You know, um, our students have, have stayed very close. We work together hand in hand. And so we really kind of build that camaraderie. And, you know, those students really, you know, they get to know each other very well. And so they stay friends throughout. So our students are all, uh, we've got an alumni association that's being built up right now. So we've done, they do students do a lot for our community. And they re- it really means a lot for them, that what they do for agriculture and how much help they can give the people around Texas and San Antonio. That's wonderful. So if you want to find out more, please call 210-486-3935. That is, again, 210-486-3935. Or go to alamo.edu slash PAC. This is Front and Center, recorded at the KSYM Studios on the San Antonio College campus. Front and Center is available on Spotify Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and airs Monday mornings at 8.30 on KSYM 90.1 FM in San Antonio. More information on Front and Center is online at ksym.org.